welcome back to the Teas and Seas of Life podcast with Tanya and Claire. I love your face when you say that. What <laughs> do I do? No, you just look really chuffed. <laughs> you just look really like, hi. <laughs> well, before you came in, I had um, I was testing out different positions for the microphone because I'm still just not 100% of where it sits because right. I think you sit, you don't, I don't you fancy. look away a lot. Yeah. And whenever I go back to do the editing, I'm like, turn your fucking face, Tanya. <laughs> So I'm Sorry. trying to find a better position for the microphone. It's probably and, um, a better position for me. Shall I turn now? Look, <laughs> now I'm moving around. And uh, before you come in, I was sitting here going, hello and welcome back to the Teas and Seas of Life podcast. <laughs> and I must have had a massive smile on my face. But you can tell when someone's smiling when they speak. Yes, you can. You can, and it's nice because it's yeah. infectious. It's what was it? What's that laughing therapy? Your trademark? No, not my trademark. <laughs> Our trademark. We make people laugh. I hope so. <laughs> make people happy. I'm not sure today because I can feel I'm ranty. Oh um, dear. Yeah, today is. Um, we've had quite a bit of feedback from our listeners saying that they. Oh, we've had a couple of people say quite a lot. Yeah. We've got a huge audience. <laughs> They're all asking thousands. <laughs> but we wanted to kind of feed into that and do a topical episode on <clears throat> the Harry and Meghan mm. with Oprah episode in- interview. Yes. Um, and yeah. it's been a massive subject. And even before it came out, before it was even aired on telly, yeah. it was a huge talking point. Yeah, and um, it's, yeah, it's definitely taken over the world. It really has. It? The world. Yeah. So I was at work the night that it was on here in the UK, um, right. and when I was in residence bedrooms, I was like standing at the doorways, just watching <laughs> and watching. My colleague was like, "Come on, oh, let's God. go! You can watch it tomorrow." But it's just captivating, absolutely yeah. captivating. It was that I watched it. Um, Initially, I started watching it on my own with my headphones because Sam talks a lot, but he still kept talking to me through my headphones. Oh, so, God, that's so yeah. annoying. It took us about three hours to watch the whole thing because then he, I had to keep pausing it so that he could It's talk. when you pause and then you turn the head, yes, yeah. the fuck is it and that he you want? But he, he, he didn't pick up on that at oh all. Oh, my God. Which was, um, and then Charlie came in the room and had a conversation with Sam about Megan and Harry. And I was like, can we all go away? Let me watch this alone. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, but... Um, it was, it was great TV. It was exposing. It Very was exposing. honest, in yeah. my opinion. Um, and I think not everyone has that same sentiment, though. I don't their view of it. I, so I've seen half the the interview. I yeah. watched it last night, and um, I watched the bit with just Oprah and Megan. Yeah, I love how Oprah calls Megan Me- Megan. 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 It's Megan. Oh. It's Megan. In Scottish, it's Megan. Anyway. Megan. So it was just her half the interview that I've actually seen. Yeah. But I don't know how anybody could watch that and not see authenticity. I can't see how you can't watch that and see pain and yeah. hurt and shame. Yeah. And just tiredness. Yeah. I think that people don't want to see it. No. I think that people see it. I think that people also, because she's an actress, people immediately go, well, she could act very that well. That really pisses me off. But that's not, that means that what? So we can never trust anyone yeah. that's done acting. Yeah. That's bollocks. You're just fake because yeah. you're an actress or like, you're an actor. Really? It's, no, it's, she, for me, I've always liked Megan. I'm not, like, look, I don't look into them. I don't follow them. Mm-hmm. But stuff I've seen of her, I loved suits anyway. Love the wedding. Mm-hmm. The dress wasn't as nice as I thought it could be, but it was her choice. She looked beautiful. She was yeah. happy. The it's 
and it has it's undeniable the shit that has come yeah. at her yeah like it's I was saying to someone the other day this manipulative comment that mm-hmm. she has taken Harry away from his family that she has done all of this Harry has been the most independent yeah. royal family member we've ever seen yeah. he does what he wants yeah. so suddenly this woman's going to come in and go no you do what I say now you mm-hmm. leave your family you do this it's bollocks I know but why why and even if she did so what Leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's the older me. woman statement that... Because I was yeah. like, oh, she's older. Oh, wow. She doesn't look that much older. <laughs> Three fucking yeah. years older. Jesus. Bollocks. Wow. I mean, these phrases are used to completely tarnish mm-hmm. your perception of somebody. Yeah. I mean, the media do a very good job of what they do, to be perfectly fair. But they do. such a negative representation of somebody. Yeah. To compare... Um, the experiences of Kate mm-hmm. and Megan in yeah. their roles is just how Kate. It was the um, the loaded oh, toast. The loaded toast. Yeah, that's <laughs> the loaded avocado. toast. It, what? I Come mean, on! Fucking Come hell! On. Honestly, deforestation. It's and everything to do with bloody avocados. It is amazing how that the media does that and how people sort of go, yeah. That's fine. There's not a problem. The media isn't racist. The media isn't wrong. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. So you've got it with Megan and Kate. I think you had it. Um, I think it was Sterling, um, who plays for England. That and he'd bought a house. No, it wasn't him. It was there was something else with him. But there was another black boy that had bought a house, and he was young mm-hmm. football player. Bought a house. The headline was, whatever his name, splashing his cash, bought a house that's eighteen. <laughs> Literally. The week before, they had written a story of a white boy mm-hmm. that had bought a house. How lovely this boy had bought a house for his mum. Yeah. How is that? I know. How? How? I know. How can you have those things hand in hand and not go, oh, there's a bit of an issue? Yeah. But it's it's there. So how can you read that, those two different headlines, and not see the disparaging difference between the two of them? It's know. just... You've got to be so disconnected to the information that you receive mm. and that you read to not be thinking mm. wait a minute hold on I she, I'm sure I've seen something similar to this last week and there was a very mm-hmm. different undertone yep. to that storyline but it's I think it comes down to people's biases yeah, because they're not they can't I think that people are so blinkered yep. that they don't see it mm-hmm. because that's their bias they're going to look at that story and go oh well it is a young black boy they're known to be yeah. being flashy yeah. so it it just feeds what they think mm-hmm. whereas most of us would go okay that might be a stereotype, but we're not going to feed into it. And actually, no, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Why is that any different to the white boy buying it? It's unconscious bias ans- answers for so much. And I wish people would just admit that. Yeah, just and admit it's there. Yeah. I have unconscious bias. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about it. Even as I'm watching the Megan and Harry and I'm thinking, I am on your side. And partly I'm on your side because mm-hmm. you're a black woman. Yeah. And I, I know it. I can feel it. I yeah. know immediately that I have that empathy because I'm like yeah go on sister mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is it's there <laughs> you can it's do there. it come on girl but it's that solidarity but I'm aware of that and I can check myself and go right actually okay is what she's saying yeah. still valid just because it's coming from a black voice mm-hmm. and then I can go no it was so it's fine but for other people to not check that that, that, that still she's getting more shit than Harry yeah and that's 
a lot of that is coming from white people mm. that are looking and going because they're like, well, no, it's your bias is there. Yeah. You're going, you've read all the media stuff, you've seen what they're saying, it feeds into what your bias is anyway, mm-hmm. and you're going, okay, no, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You leave that there. And you're like, really? I know. Really? It's, it's just crazy. And I felt myself over the last kind of couple of weeks with this interview kind of on the horizon. Mm-hmm. I, I like you, watch Suits, and that's that's my only kind of yeah. awareness of Megan in the public eye. Like, I don't know any mm. of her other work. And I didn't particularly like her role in that show. I loved the yeah. show, but I didn't really like yeah. her role. And But when she joined the royal family, I I liked her. I like her and, and Harry, mm. and I like, I've always liked Harry. Mm. Um, but I did find myself being led by some of these headlines, yeah. thinking maybe she is being manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's come over from America. She tried to take the prince away, tried yep. to take him away under her wings so that they can go make their millions in another place. Yep. And I felt myself starting to believe that. Mm-hmm. And seeing some the little snippets of the interview, um, because it came out in America before it yep. came out here, so there was a couple of days of a difference and they started circulating on social media and things. And they, it, you know, you'd see that tiny little snippet on, on social mm-hmm. media and you're like... Yeah, there she is. She's totally, she's totally yep. playing on it. You can see it. You can just see it in her face. Yeah. But what you don't see is the rest of the conversation, which makes you think, "Holy fucking shit! How wrong did mm-hmm. I get that? How yep. could I be yep. so heavily led by my perception of somebody through what the media yep. has made me think? Yeah. She's manipulative. Mm-hmm. She's controlling. She's taking him away. Yeah. And it doesn't. I mean. You never know what's going on in the inside, but how could I mean when somebody's sitting there in an honest interview telling you that she's considered taking her own life? I mean, fucking hell! Mm-hmm. Like you just can't ignore that. No. You can't. I mean, I know there's a lot of things that are circulating now about the comparison to the the, the be kind hashtag around mm-hmm. Caroline Flack, and people are so quickly, so quick to forget about things yeah. like that. Oh god, yeah. And it's not really fair to compare it to that and to use Caroline's mm-hmm. face just to yeah. cause controversy online and I don't agree with that but I do agree with the you know what the message is saying like you can't be kind in some instances and then take it away on others no. because you don't think she's being genuine and sincere I think but this is the whole thing with that whole be kind and I think the reason why Caroline has been brought up because it, it it's it is the same kind of thing it's that oh yeah it's totally. that kind of you judged her for everything mm-hmm. you vilified her in the press you vilified her on social media she was the she, older woman again as well again she took mm-hmm. her life yeah the it was the same with um what was it the mike that from love island there was a bloke again yeah. vilified in the press vilified on social media took his own life yeah the and all we did was go we should be kind we should be kind we want people to ask for help we want people to tell their truth yeah Megan goes, I felt suicidal. You're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. No, you're a fucking idiot. Leave it. Come on. Like, I work with young people that self-harm, that have suicidal thoughts. Every single one of those young people are different. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them present differently. Some of them you'd look at and go, you look really low. You look like you're struggling. Some of them you'd look at and go, you look fine. Like, your life's fine. Yeah. But... How? Who am I to say which one is struggling yeah, more yeah, yeah. until they've told me? Yeah. And if someone says to you, I am struggling, I felt like I wanted to take my own life, how dare you mm-hmm. say, I think you're lying? Because what's that? And it was there was a, a meme that was going around that sort of said that Megan will never see these comments. 
Mm. She won't. She's not going to read them. But you're putting these comments on social media. Your friends will see that. Yeah. Friends of friends that have lost people to suicide will mm. see that. And all they're seeing is, why should I say anything? Yeah. If people call me a liar. Yeah. I know. And it's... that, you can't, there's no denying that. And that's no. such a powerful statement that your friends, your suicidal friends will read that and think, well, I can't talk. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, especially can't speak to you. Yeah. Who can I talk to? Yeah. What's the fucking point? And if you're at that stage in that, um, in that way, in that, in your kind of mental health and how you're feeling about mm-hmm. yourself, then you're not going to turn around. You're not going to think, oh, I'm going to see the bigger picture. I'm going to no. live to see another day. No. You know, that could potentially push you over the edge. And that's just fucking awful. Yeah. It's, um, how do you get people to be accountable for themselves and to be more responsible? I seen this thing on Facebook this morning from somebody who, I'm really surprised. Now, I can only assume, mm-hmm. I hope she shared this without, you know, sometimes you share shit. I have done it in the past. I don't do it anymore without mm. fully reading what the post says. I'm really right, scared. So, now, this is a queen, <laughs> a girl that got thrust into leading a country at 27 years old to do a job she never wanted to do. Right, so she's heir to the fucking throne. Megan's not. She's given her life to her job and rightly or wrongly put this country above everything else. She's never moaned, whinged or complained about any of it. <laughs> moaned, whinged or complained. The fuck do you think that's what Megan's doing? Uh, she just got on with the job she was des- destined to do. I wonder how many times she's felt suicidal, wanted to quit, felt betrayed <gasps> or just bloody tired. Bloody tired. Fucking hell. Yet... Here she is, still doing the job she's done for over 60 years and marching along at 90-odd years old with her dignity, her strength, <laughs> and her loyalty, her country. God save the, th- the Queen. <laughs> I know. It's outrageous. God. I mean, you might read oh. that and think, oh, yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. Because it's quite, to somebody who's mm-hmm. not looking between the lines, yeah. I think, oh, well, yeah, actually, maybe oh, she's that's... got a point. But fucking that's hell, scary. if you tear that apart and people read this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. It's from a page called True Brit. I mean, if you're saying that, yeah, if your page is called that, yes. Jesus Christ, you've got racism all over the, the title, haven't you? <laughs> God. It's... That... But there is so much in that. I know, it's but awful. sort of... Just shut up. Like, seriously. How dare you compare that situation? I know. How, how, who are you to put that? If you're just saying, yeah, the Queen's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not against the royal family. I'm not that bothered about them. I like the Queen. I like my country. The Queen's cool. But don't make her like she's some fucking superhero that's mm-hmm. never had a bad, or never whinged about her day or anything else. Yeah. So what? I know. So what if she hasn't? Someone has come out and said they're in pain. Fuck off with all your other shit. I know. And just take that on board. It's things like that. Honestly, I have had it with social media this week. Because people are wrong. They're just absolute wrongings. And it is everywhere. And it's things that you wouldn't say that to me in the street. Mm -hmm. And I say that, actually. Some of them probably would. And I think that's maybe scarier that they felt... Because they don't feel like what they're saying is racist or Mm -hmm. what they're saying is offensive. Say this whole thing over the concern for Archie's skin colour. Mm-hmm. If one more person tells me, no, but we can be curious about what colour skin some... They weren't curious. No, they were concerned. No she said the fucking word concerned. <laughs> How are you just completely omitting that and no. going, oh, no, they were curious. I've had that conversation that someone put on Facebook, their sister's pregnant and, like, the other half's, like... Um, got more olive skin so they've had the conversation of will this baby be dark than the other baby that's your business have your conversation mm-hmm. did you sit there and go 
oh, I hope that I'm concerned that he might be a bit too dark. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned what people will think yeah. if he's a bit darker. Yeah. No, you fucking didn't because you're not a fucking idiot. So the fact that people are not getting that and are trying to twist that and sort of more angry about Megan either not stating who said it or Megan and Harry, because Harry's back the points about he them. He brought it to her. He told yeah. her. It was and he said it. He didn't. He doesn't want to say who said it, which fair enough. You don't need to out it necessarily, but I'd like to know just because I'm nosy. But the fact you're more angry about that and you're more angry about the wording or whatever else than you are at the fact that actually there's racism yeah. in one of our big, in the biggest institution probably yeah. in the world. That's what you're worried about is you're nitpicking there because you don't want to accept Mm -hmm. that there is racism and how you cannot accept that still now. Like, really? Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm, it's, I honestly, I am baffled. I'm truly baffled by how people want to nitpick to go, well, no. It wasn't wasn't meant like that. It wasn't, they didn't mean it like that. That's not what they're saying. It is what they're saying. It absolutely, there's Come no on. concern. There's How no confusion no around the word concerned. It's not. It's it just, it's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And then, like, I went off on a bit of a rant. I've gone on a rant on social media lots at the minute because mm-hmm. people are pissing me off. But I put something up on um, Facebook about the race card because mm-hmm. that's that's the implication that people are saying. Yeah. Even when they're not actually saying that. And a few people have said it. But that's the implication that she's playing the race card. Yeah. That there's not an issue. She's playing the race card. Yeah. There is no fucking race card. I know. Come on. Where is it? Because what is it? Like a fucking loyalty card. Can I use it enough times and I get fucking what? <laughs> Do I get the crayon? Come on. Like, seriously. What is this? That how can you honestly, if someone is saying to you they've experienced racism, mm-hmm. why would they want to say that? What's benefiting me by going, I've experienced racism mm-hmm. or that they've been concerned about my kid? Why, why, why am I going to pull out a car? Well, I don't. Yeah. Why draw it? Why, why does it, you feel the need yeah. to have to bring it up? It's what, are you looking for sympathy? It's, like, it's, it's calling it out. It's saying yeah. it as it is. It's drawing awareness to yep. something that people are refusing point blank to accept that it's part mm-hmm. of our society. Look, people are still, I just, I don't know how we can keep having this conversation and this denial that it's there. And for anyone to have thought, that it wasn't in the yeah. royal family. I'm like, really? I wonder how many yeah. conversations were had with Harry or about Harry by the powers that be hmm. when he started dating Meghan. Mm-hmm. If that was going to be an issue further down the line. Yeah. Um, because you can't deny that that's... Yeah. Oh, just... But it, And it happens. It's not just in the royal family there there will be conversations up and down the country mm-hmm. of people in mixed race relationships from all different sides mm-hmm. that will be going oh i'm not sure i'm comfortable people not everyone is still comfortable with interracial relationships yeah. i'm like you're an idiot but i don't like it's so why would it be abnormal that the royal family are having it when people are having that kind of thing conversation all the time mm-hmm. that how could we look at the royal family and go, okay, on an institution that was built on colonisation mm-hmm. and slavery and everything else, that there's going to be no racism there? No. Really? It doesn't dilute. Really? It doesn't Come on. dilute with the years. <laughs> it only we... amplifies. Yep. It does. And if you're not being called out on something, yeah. then it just keeps happening. Yeah. And if people don't start to just go, okay, not blaming you for it, I'm not saying that you are 
in charge of the whole racist world, mm-hmm. but do your bit mm-hmm. to stop it. Don't deny it that it's happening because it is happening. The amount of people, this has bugged me this week, that I think you had Paul Burrell on telly even this morning. I worked in the um, royal family for 21 years and I've never seen any racism. Yeah, but are you... Where's your fucking bias? Like, Come on. what side are you leaning towards? Exactly. Are you pro-anti-racism? Mm-hmm. Are you actively anti-racist? Yep. Exactly. Or are you very white privileged? And exactly. you're very much, well, no, there'll never be racism in the in the monarchy because, well, it's the monarchy. They can't be seen to be right. racist. And why would even Susanna, and I'm not always her biggest fan, I'm hoping now that fuckface is gone, she'll take more of a lead. Is he still off? He's gone, he's quit. Has he? He had to, he had oh, to. Oh, brilliant. He had to. He is a vile human being. But again, the people that are backing him, I can't get it. He had, I think, 41,000 complaints to Ofcom because of the way, and it was more about the way that he had belittled and dismissed her suicide claims. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't. Like, you are a man on TV. You cannot do that. And again, he was one that was always like, I've never seen racism here, there and other. You are a white male. Mm -hmm. The likelihood of you experiencing that is very slim. The likelihood of you maybe understanding that could be different. Why can you not see that? I know, but to deny it. To, if somebody said to you there is racism there, you can say, well, I personally haven't seen it, but you know, yeah. I'm totally if aware that it could well very. I bet there be. was a lot of people that before I have started running, say in the school that Charlie was at before, say in their primary school, mm-hmm. that would have gone, there's no racism in this school. <laughs> Hello? I know. Hello? <laughs> Do you want to meet my kids? Yeah. Like, but it's there, but they wouldn't, you wouldn't see it because mm-hmm. you're not good at, you're not being the one that it's being called out on and no one's calling it out yeah. because no one wants to talk about it. So you can't make that statement that it's not there unless yeah. you're experiencing it. It's the same way I couldn't say that people with disabilities don't have any issues. Mm-hmm. That I've, I've don't have, like, I'm not disabled. Mm-hmm. I haven't got a disability. It's not my place to say what, isn't affecting them. If yeah. someone says to me, actually, no, that's an issue. Oh, that needs a ramp there. No, don't. Do you know I'm what? Fine. I had, can get in. We had this issue with the post office transferring in our village. Yeah. It's moving from the high street into the spar. And it's come up a couple of times in the years that we've lived here. And I've always been like, oh, no, don't move the post office. Like, I don't mm. want it coming into the spar. Spar is going to be crowded. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And somebody made a statement of, there's no disabled access into the, into the post office. And I was mm. like, it stumped me. I was like, yeah. Fuck me! I n- never. I'm so about ashamed it. of the fact I hadn't even thought about it because no. I've never needed to. No, but but why? How debilitating is that for somebody yeah. who's needing a wheelchair, who's got crutches, or has yep. got a disability in, in some other form that doesn't need no. a kind of an assisted aid, but struggles with sticks. Yep. Yeah, oh. it is. It's. I think you said it earlier in the. Mm-mm. You are more of an empathetic person. Mm-hmm. I am an empathetic person. Most people I surround myself, and I say most, not all, that I surround myself are more empathetic people. So we'll look at things from different points of view. We'll mm-hmm. try to consider someone else's point of view and not just go. Even when it comes to anti-racism, I might make a statement and then go, someone will go, actually, no, I think that's different. I'll think about it. I yeah. may go, oh, do you know what? Actually, yeah, I see that point now. Yeah. For people to not do that or say they're doing it and actually still not be doing it because you're not. Yeah. That I'm like, 
there are words I want to call you and most of them begin with C. I think it's helpful to have likes of um, watching like the Meghan and Harry interview and watching Mm. it with somebody who doesn't necessarily see your point of view, not from the racist standpoint, but from other perspectives like, oh, well, she's she's an actress, so she's fucking lying. It's interesting to have these conversations because you can, with with the hope, that you can help that person see it from a different point to help them develop their empathy <laughs> and grow that part of their personality. It's not always possible, but it is good to have these challenging conversations. Yeah. And I guess that's why we're having the po- yeah. we run the podcast. And it in the is, first and place. I do think that it's, I think that's why I've always enjoyed doing the podcast because I think it is those challenging conversations that people aren't really having. And we live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And we have our viewpoints, we have our biases, we make these stereotypes. And if no one ever goes, actually, that might be a bit offensive or mm-hmm. that might be a bit wrong, why would we ever consider differently? If yeah. our life's fine, if we're going along, we're absolutely fine, why am I going to change that? Mm-hmm. That it's these conversations need to be had and they need to be had from people with experiences, with empathy, mm-hmm. that can give them more, like give you that other side of it. Yeah. And like, I always say, I'm happy to have conversations with anyone. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Like, whether, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. Yeah. We'll have a conversation that I have no more longer got much anger issues, so I'm not going to punch you. <laughs> Maybe. But, it's, you know, it's have the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's there. Ask people. Do some research. Look at stuff. That this and it's. I think what's come to my attention the last couple of days is there's such a divide in how people think and I find that really worrying mm-hmm. that I watched this is one of the things I was watching at two o'clock in the morning last week last night that um loose women I'm loving loose women at the moment they've got Charlene White who is the anchor so black woman she does um ITV news she's very good that so she is the lead last week they had all four panelists were black women which was I was like That's oh cool. my god I was like a kid in candy yeah. shop like this is so cool it's brilliant that that uh, reminds me, actually, of something that Megan said in her interview. If mm. you can see it, you can be it. And she says that to Archie. And I got goosebumps when I said that. It's such an a phrase. simple statement. Yep. But it really is. And I know you've said that before because my white privilege prevents me from appreciating what that must feel like. Representation mm-hmm. is so important. And mm-hmm. it's just... if it, That's it. Yeah. That when um, Kamala... Kamala. 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 Who's <laughs> coming to me. The amount of... Like you see how excited people are yeah. about that because yeah. it's it's amazing. Yeah. You don't see it when it comes to sports and seeing that diversity. That it's I always remember my brother. The reason he's a Liverpool supporter was John Barnes because mm-hmm. it was like it was John Barnes or Ian Wright pretty much, okay. and you made your choice and he went down a John Barnes route. But that was it. Now I could be a football player because yeah. look at John Barnes. He's amazing. He's a football player. That's it. Shapes you, mm-hmm. but. It was just like loose women that, yeah, so obviously they'd watched some of the show or maybe all of the show and they'd raised the point about the concerns. So you had Nadia, Stacey and Jane, I think her name is. So she was sort of saying maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just curiosity or maybe it was just, you know, like casual racism and it wasn't meant with anything. What's casual fucking racism for one? So she's making this statement and you could see Charlene bristle because you're like, okay, I'm a black woman on a panel, I'm on the telly and someone's just made a really stupid comment and she carried on for a bit and then Charlene just sort of said, um, 
you might be okay with casual racism. Um, and she was like, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. And this, they had this little debate and I could see Charlene bristling. Yeah. Like you could see it. You could see her trying to stay composed, but someone was making comments that were borderline. Mm-hmm. And it was, and she wasn't listening. And then at one point, Charlene said like this, people are saying that Megan was aggressive. And she said, as a black woman, that is something that we get told a lot yeah. and it's hurtful. Yeah. And then Jane went, yeah, but I get told I'm aggressive. You're not no, listening. it's not the same. You're not, and you're not listening. Why not just go, I get, I can see how that mm-hmm. happens or anything. And I was watching this and I could just see Charlene in the end, she just stopped. Mm-hmm. because you could see and I could see that defeat and I've I've been there yeah. where you're trying to talk to someone and they're not hearing you they're not wanting to take down their privilege and they're not wanting to empathise and she just sort of went okay so I was watching this and then I went on to Charlene's Instagram page just to sometimes I like to put a message of support because I just think it's yeah. nice so I've gone on and the amount of comments were lovely and then someone had tagged that people were really angry with this other woman just saying you've handled it really well blah 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 and someone had tagged this other woman mm-hmm. so I thought let me have a look on her page and there was a lot of people again saying to her this was vile but more so there were people going you were shouted down Charlene was aggressive Charlene never let you made your point that it was so stereotypically comments mm-hmm. and it was like not once did Charlene raise her voice. Yeah. Not once did she get angry. But what you're seeing, and it just proved to me, we're seeing, we see things so differently. Mm-hmm. There are people in this world that see things so differently. So how do you then bridge that? Mm-hmm. Because if you're watching, I'm, I'm going to put it up on my Facebook and I'm put up the clip because I'm really interested to see other people's points of view. Because I watched that and it, all I thought was, oh, Charlene. Yeah. Ow. That's and I even could see that a bit from Stacey looking a bit like, Ugh. but then to see people going, no, Charlene's wrong. Mm-hmm. That Charlene was aggressive and Charlene was shouty. I can't, I can't see that. Mm-hmm. And I, is that my bias? Because that's a black woman being, like, in my view, just handling her business, mm-hmm. but not sh- being in a position she shouldn't have to be in. Yeah. Is that me being just going for her or? Is it, am I right in thinking, actually, no, this is, I don't get how, I just, yeah, I'd be interested to see other people's points of view on that. <clears throat> it's, to see it in its entirety, about five minutes. Oh, okay, so yeah, I was going to say, decent, we could play it just now. And no, it's, yeah, no, it's a decent, okay. it's a decent size. And you have to see the body language as well, because okay. you can see Jane getting flustered when Charlene's talk. You can see that she's like, she, at one point she was like, well, this has been made all about race, I think was kind of... I think there was more about this um, this interview I wanted to talk about, but it's been made all about race, and it was that's something that bugs me again. Jane said that. Jane said that, and it was like fuck. Oh. And then some of the comments. So she's basically saying she's playing the race card again. Basically, basically, wow. that's how I is took it's that. Such a, yeah, it's such a catchphrase, or mm-hmm. is, that's no, but it is it's like a positive thing. But it's well, such a a tagline that people use yeah. to be so derogative. Yeah, and apparently, then someone else had sort of said on the social media around the fact that Charlene always brings race into everything and she got shut down very quickly because loose women is about their personal experiences yeah of course you're going to talk about things that are your personal experiences that's what you're there for but my race is very important so I might talk about racism or race a lot but that is my life experience it should be something that that weaves itself into everything because it's part of life yeah it is wow people are just very Quick to judge. Very quick to judge. Yeah. Judgment. We were going to bring judgment, judgment. to this as well, weren't we? Because yeah. I think taking that 
standpoint of saying oh I don't judge people everybody mm. judges it's just owning that and just yep. being aware of the thoughts that you have and the judgment and the things that you say out loud to people without yep. any ownership of at all yeah and how hurtful you can be and you know what's the word I'm looking for unmeaningfully did you ever worry about that I suppose even because putting a book out like I know we've talked about this but, yeah, but a, a bit but yeah that I am struggling with such a massive stuff even with my second book more so every okay. time I open it I'm like oh no close it again I just okay. cannot get it finished I'm really oh. struggling and it's all around the judgement of it completely okay. because it's it's 99 different suggestions to help you build confidence and yep. to overcome anxiety and I'm so stressed about the judgement of it, really. And I can't get over it. And it's it's compounded into other things that's had a bit of a domino effect in other areas of my life over the last couple of weeks. Okay. It's just made me feel really shit, yeah. And nobody nobody's seen it. Nobody has no. nobody has seen it at all. See, but how interesting is that that you're that you've got that, so that's your feeling, mm-hmm. but that like you said, it's impacted other areas. Yeah. And that's the point, is that it's not this singular Someone making a negative comment, it or even our fear of the negative comment, mm-hmm. isn't just that singular incident. It has that sort of knock-on yeah. effect in the rest of our lives. Yeah. That, which and you, it's for you. You've had a book out. You've done really, really well. I it's thought been it really would, successful. I thought it would but, be. I thought book two would be a little bit easier. Book three would be even easier yeah. than that. But no, it's gone. Okay. It's gone backwards. I mean, I know it took me a lot longer to do my first book. And that was mm. around a lot of a lot of judgment, and um, I know I help people to develop kind mm. of resilience towards judgment. But yep. when it comes to yourself, yeah, it's a different. <laughs> it is a different story. And the teacher becomes a student. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm not a good student. <laughs> Let me teach. Let me teach. I'm better there. But sometimes. no, it's. I mean, I I do struggle with judgment, mm. and um, in fact. Rachel's got my judgment detox book. Um, I love this author called Gabrielle Bernstein. She the first okay. book, book of hers that I wrote, I read. I didn't write her book. Her <laughs> ghostwriter. Her okay. first book that I read was um, "The Universe Has Your Back," and okay. it was just I kind of developed my writing style off the back of how she writes. Like she just writes okay. about. She adds her story and then develops her her teaching from that, from right. what she learned and how it's had an impact and how she's helped other people as a result of what she learned for herself. Yeah, and I really love that. And she's written a book called Judgment Detox, which before okay. I got a chance to read, I lent to our friend Rachel. Okay, she's still Rachel. It. You're listening to this, so could I have my book back, please? <laughs> Give me my book. I'm feeling the judgment. Um, but because I've I've read a lot of um, studies of the book, I've got a bit of a uh, an idea of what she's writing about in it. And it's kind of it's it's building resilience to judgment. It's, it's mm. recognizing that judgment is going to be everywhere in your yeah. life. But trying to recognize what it is about the judgment that's affecting you, because that's the aspect on yourself yeah. that you want to work on. Like, is it? Yeah. how other people see you is it because you're not good enough is it because yeah. who are you to, to say that yeah. who are you to, to wear that you know yeah. it's it speaks to a, a part of our soul a part of our personality that we have weakness in but then how I suppose this is my problem with judgement and with I'm not on a social media bash because I love social media obviously mm-hmm. but not everyone is able to build themselves up from no, it or, know, and, or even know how to because yeah. it's difficult and when they get in that constant barrage yeah. of judgment 
on things. You that, have to be in a mindset of personal development in order yeah. to do anything like this. Yeah. And even just teaching people about race, people want, people mm-hmm. have to want to become anti-racist. Yeah. People have to want to be a better person yeah. before they're willing to admit their flaws and their faults yeah. and their racist views. Um, yeah, it does. And that's the frustrating thing. And that's something yeah. that, you know, when you were saying that about what Christine, how she was trying to get across to Jane and Jane was being so bullheaded. In Charlene. That, uh, uh, yeah, Christine. Charlene, <laughs> I was sorry. thinking, who's Christine for a minute? <laughs> that's my fairy elf. That's yeah. immediately where my brain went to is my Christmas elf, which is really random. Hanging on the bubble and you're... <laughs> Yeah, what was Christine going to fucking Jane? Why were they having a conversation? Not Christmas anymore. But I was feeling just what you explained about um, the is it George Floyd? Hmm. The the impact that that feeling had on you, like what is the point? Why am I trying to make people Hmm. see from a different way? Because how can you change the way people think? And I, I, it's like a feeling of doom, like a feeling mm. of energy of dread, and yeah. it drags you down because you think, how, how can you make somebody want to be yeah. better? You can't, and you can't do anything to anybody. You can only yeah. do things for yourself and just allow the people who want to follow you. Well, I think to my, you. I think that's why, I think what I have to remind myself is, this time last week, I had delivered to maybe 60 young people Mm -hmm. that were really interested in anti-racism, were really interested in being Mm anti-racist and that why, why I'm doing it. And it, I think that's, I have to go back to it because I get, I am exhausted at times when this stuff happens, it's like it highlights it again, which is really important, but that it's draining. Yeah. And I have to go and it does get to a point where you go, nothing's going to fucking change. Like I'm over this. I'm out. Like, Take me to my island. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. That, but then I have to go, no. Do you know what? That's 16 that, people yeah. who have... And they'll never were. forget that. They answered questions. They joined in. They were... Re- it was... You could see, and from the feedback that I got from the teacher, it was good. Mm-hmm. That they were... Re- it was a good step for them. And the more I do that, you hope, especially with the younger ones, mm-hmm. that they'll grow up, they'll be able to challenge racism when they see it. Yeah. And not just racism. I know, obviously, I am panda anti-racism team, but any inequalities, it's just ridiculous. We mm-hmm. should not be judging people. We shouldn't be shaming people for yeah. speaking their truth. No, that's wrong. Even if that truth isn't our truth, or yeah. we don't even agree with that truth, that is somebody's truth. That mm-hmm. is their experience don't belittle that. Don't make them feel like an idiot for it. Just accept it and go, mm-hmm. oh, okay, learn from that. Ask questions. Yeah. Listen. And not just asking questions and, and then say, oh, comparing it to your experience. No. Because you, that's not listening. No. Like, listening is asking further questions. Yeah. Like, tell me more. So yeah. what What did that feel like? Or yeah. has that happened to anybody else? Tell me more about it. And actually yeah. want to learn. Yeah. I mean, you can't force people to want to learn, but at some point in everybody's life, they get to a stage where they want to understand more about the mm. world that they're in. And I can't say that I was, I mean, that I was always like this. No. Oh God, Can no, I-, I was a shithead. Still yeah. am a bit of a shithead, but I was a proper shithead. That <laughs> I had no interest. I had no want to look much deeper than what was sort of in front of my face yeah. because that was much more fun the and that is youth yeah. youth is wasted on the yeah. young 
But we can, I think that's why for the, those of us that have got experience, for those of us that do have knowledge, we should impart that and impart yeah. it in a way. It's an obligation, that, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Like you doing the, um, what are they called? The sessions with the young people? Stressless. Stressless. Mm. That was it. That that, things like that, you've got that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Those young people now have had an experience that will hopefully shape them going forward yeah. because they can manage that stress. Yeah which will help them going forward. We should all be trying to do things mm-hmm. that in any way, and it doesn't have to be on a big scale. It's just, it can be little stuff mm-hmm. that if you see a comment on Facebook that's racist, report it. Yeah. If you see someone in need, help them. Mm-hmm. Like, don't drag people down. And I don't yeah. know why that isn't more of an obvious thing. Yeah. But it's not. Well, Freya was telling me the other night we had dinner. Trev wasn't here. He was late home from work, so... I had a, a challenging conversation with the kids at dinner about um, inequalities. Hmm. And Freya was telling me about this YouTuber that she watches who's really rich and goes around buying all this stuff and giving it out to homeless people. And I was like, right, so there's a lot in that statement that hmm. we can talk about. Yeah. And um, it was just trying to get her to think more deeply about why somebody might do that and is that the best way to Mm. help somebody who hasn't got anything or would it be nicer if it was a homeless person to say to spend 10 minutes of your day and Mm. sit with that person take them for a coffee offer them something to eat rather than chucking them a tenner or a 50 inch hd tv don't put it on social media yes exactly you do these things in quiet you don't need to boast about them you don't need to take a selfie with them i mean imagine how shit that would be for that poor person that is one of the most cringeworthy things that you could ever i'm like that that poor person i get there are some of them that i'm i watch and you're like okay do you know what yeah that was cute I'm glad mm-hmm. I've watched that that's filled my heart with joy yeah. and then some of them you watch and it's it just feels forced mm-hmm. and you can see the discomfort in the other person's face and yeah. it's like well could you not have done this could you not have just done this and so many people do stuff like you said mm-hmm. behind the scenes that you don't have to I love that you have these conversations with the kids though yeah I just I like listening to how they think um I actually got up and walked away from the table because they kept interrupting me but it was an interesting conversation <laughs> we had until that point oh you don't Morgan Aiden and Freya just kept interrupting when I was trying to give them an educational perspective and Freya yeah. Freya really enjoys trying to she listens to what you're saying but then she'll instantly try and say so so a bit like this or she'll relate it to something to kind of display her understanding of it right okay but I hadn't got to my point and then Aiden was doing the same thing to me and I was like do you know what I'm I'm pissed off now because you're interrupting me I'm trying to teach you something and you aren't listening I get that you're that you're interested and that you're willing to listen but not enough not to the point where I am finished my sentence so don't give me too much credit because it did end up on a walk off. You did spark a conversation. <laughs> yeah, and we so, do have these a lot. I always try and get my kids to think a little bit deeper, especially yeah. when they come to me with repeated um, statements about things yeah. that they've seen on YouTube. I am potentially going to be withdrawing YouTube at some point because I'm just, it's, I just. It, it's very one-sided a lot. It's all oh, it's rich people, rich mm. people, rich people. What is a rich person for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, do it's... you feel rich? Mm. Mm. Well, oh, I don't know. And it's just simple little questions yeah. like that that changes the way that they Because if they yeah. sit... I mean, she uses TikTok. She loves TikTok. And mm. um, this morning she was telling me about... Um, 
this thing that she, she was to, to really poorly explaining what this TikTok mm. video was about. It was basically some breakfast wrap. They were putting a bit here and a bit there. And I was like, I just shut down because it's mm. not an educational platform. It's not yeah. designed to teach people something. And mm. I just don't necessarily have a great deal of respect for mm. that way of inspiring children. Yeah. But it's her enjoyment. She, she yeah. likes it. And I like that she comes to me to tell me these things. And at least you're balancing it out. Well, that's it. I get the opportunity to balance yeah. it with a bit yeah. um an alternative approach <laughs> yeah. yeah and I think that's the, I think it it is a different world that we're living in they have got these influences of YouTube and um, TikTok and everything else mm -hmm. and it's I think that's why it's really important for us to be aware of what is on there yeah because there is a lot of shit on yeah, there that they love and it's they love it it's simple okay cool but also, then are you getting some education on things yeah. that actually matter at the same time? I think what I, the reason I'm reluctant to and the reason I haven't taken it away before now is because it does give a diverse mm. spectrum. Like, there's no, well, this is what CBBs is going to show to our children. Yeah. What undertones have they got? What is, yeah. what is key to their learning experience? Yeah. So yeah. there's a whole host of different information online from a whole host of different faces, from different places and different yeah. places. Yeah. And they're seeing things from a different perspective. Um, but as a parent, you can't physically watch every single no, video that they see. So no. this whole rich kid um, stereotype, I really, it really grates on me <laughs> because, yeah. like, why is that so important? Yeah. Like, there was one video that I watched and uh, it was this rich kid, apparently, in his mum and dad's um, big mansion house. And oh. he, they were away for the weekend or something. And they were, in fact, I refer to this story in my book because it was such... I remember sitting there watching it thinking, what am I watching? Mm -hmm. This rich kid was throwing TVs off a balcony into a bath full of oobleck. Because he could. They were What's oobleck? Oobleck is um, corn flour and water mixed together. Have you ever used it? Like, it's a really interesting, from a oh, was scientific... This the start? I think Boo had this the other day, because it's hard when you touch yeah. it. And it's, yeah. it's also a... Bella a made that the other day. Yeah, it was yeah. very weird. It is really, really cool. And there's brain. so much learning in molecules yeah. that can be done in that. Not what? about throwing expensive TVs off your parents' expensive mansion. And letting them wrong. smash all over the patio, chucking them into the garden. And he had this, um, really? it was a big uh, a paddling pool that he'd filled litres and litres and litres of this oobleck hmm. just to see if they would smash where they land on it. And I just remember sitting there thinking, wow, is, is that a rich kid? Is that, is that, are my kids oh, aspiring to be that kind of person? Oh, that's but, quite scary. It is, isn't it? It's so, not only is it wasteful, it's just so naive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. Just, oh. I'm going to go and delete YouTube. My kids will kill me. Yeah, oh, God. Mine actually <laughs> would leave... I think they'd leave home if I touched YouTube mm. in there. That's all they do. That's, and there, there is so much valuable content on there. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I use it all the time if yeah. I want to. I mean, even last night I was sitting on YouTube watching for the possible outcome of a hair dye I wanted to use on my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great tool, but it is. It's um, again like with anything, it's one-sided. Yeah, and you have to be a. You've got to have a rounded. Yeah, influence. it does invite a lot of conversation. So I guess I'm grateful from in yeah. that respect that the kids do actually come to me and say, "Oh, I seen this," or yeah. um, "So and so was had a video about that." And but imagine how much 
better the world would be if people were just having those conversations with mm. their kids, those rounded conversations with their kids, letting them speak, letting them ask questions, letting yeah. them finish a conversation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh dear. But it would. It's and it's. That's why we have to be educated as parents and as adults. Yeah, to, we do. Have those conversations, yeah. Yeah. That this is we are all living in this world, and we all have a responsibility to make it as good and fair Mm -hmm. a place as possible. Yeah, and it's not going to be easy, but it's possible. Yeah, it is possible. possible. And when you have those days of hope, and you think actually there is, there's a whole scope, yeah, of um, possibilities in order to improve. You don't need to improve the world. You just need to improve the people around you yeah. and, make, and, and that has a encourage them to want to Butterfly keep... effect, isn't yeah. it? That it all has a knock-on. Yeah. That I hope that that, even if 10 of those kids that I taught last week took something on and then had another conversation with another 10 people, mm-hmm. that is a knock-on. Look yeah. at how quickly corona has spread. I know. <laughs> I know, exactly. Things spread and words can spread. And so if they're nice words... Mm-hmm. That's nicer, surely. Yeah. That's better for us. That it's, and I'm not educated on everything in the world, but I'm always looking for more education. Mm-hmm. That I'm really interested at the moment. And so, if anyone else is out there and is just in an Asian experience mm-hmm. when it comes to racism, I really feel like I'm not missing a trick, but that I've, I'm missing a side that really needs to be explored more. Okay. Because. I'm coming from the standpoint of a black woman that in a lot of my stuff, which is my experience and that's all I can talk from. But I think that I was watching a show the other day of, especially since Corona, that with um, the Chinese, that people are being very racist towards the Chinese and they've had a lot of hate. And I think it's something that we need to be talking about Mm -hmm. because it's it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. That as much as I hate the term BAME, that it is... Yeah. looking at that and looking at different experiences so I'm really keen to talk to more people from different ethnic backgrounds mm-hmm. about their experiences and their ways of coping and what they need as well mm-hmm. physical um so yeah anyone that's listening and wants to talk yeah that would be really cool talk to me yeah. please <laughs> talk to me send your questions and your comments yes, into us by email do. t's and c's podcast at gmail.com you yes, got this down. I did it I've got it I'm never going to try and say it I can't even say the t's and c's of like I can't introduce the podcast let alone do the bloody email I'm not there well I think I will I hope that there's been something within the episode that has given you something to think about. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, on the Meghan and Harry interview? What conversations have you seen online? What conversations have you had with your friends and your family and your loved ones about the interview? Um, have you changed your opinion a bit like myself? You know, Not mm. that I necessarily had a negative opinion. I was very open-minded, but I was aware that I had potentially been leaning in a different yeah. direction to, to where I would like to have been as a result of the perpetual hate from the media towards Megan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd be interested to see if other people have changed their view. Have they watched it mm. and thought, actually, yeah, I can see the authenticity in yeah. her and Harry and the two of them. Mm. So mm-hmm. anyway, send us your comments. And uh, we will speak to you in the next episode, which will be 16, episode 16, I think, next. Don't, I don't know. I say that really vaguely. I just talk and rant. (laughs) (laughs) 
don't know what it's been a it very passionate episode anyway yes. um, what I will do is I'll link the video the loose woman clip yes um, into the show notes so that yes, anyone so people who, can watch yeah, it so you can yeah, watch it because I'd, I'd be really interested yeah, to know yeah. people's views yeah. and be honest because that is something I say to everyone that I am not as much as I rant on here yeah generally in my work I'm very I I, I will listen yeah I am calm I generally am calm most of the time and I'm not going to shout people down if they've got a different opinion mm-hmm. and I really hope people can understand that yeah because I'm allowed to rant on here because it's it's one-sided I'm allowed sure? to, yeah it's I'm allowed to do what I fucking want <laughs> but in a conversation I am I'm professional. Yeah. And if you say. don't understand a point, ask. Like, there's yeah. no judgment in no. asking. No. It's when you make a bold statement and you're not willing to hear where the learning yeah. opportunity is in that statement. Yeah. That is where the judgment, we will judge your fucking ass. Yes, we will. But, and also, I think, <laughs> I may go back on this, I'll not go back on this, but I may change the day. But there is lots coming up with part next week and we are going to start looking at ways to pledge our parts Ooh. I think we're launching next week. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I think the aim, <laughs> I'm going to see, hopefully get my shit together, is we're going to have six days of um, different activities that mm-hmm. you can do or different suggestions yep. on ways that you can be anti-racist. And then we're going to end the week with maybe like a Facebook Live type that's scaring the shit out of me even as I'm saying it because I don't like a camera that's very cool and then you can I'll explain more throughout the week of how you can pledge your part um yeah so keep an eye out on the Facebook page on the T's and C's page I'm going to put it everywhere when I get my shit together brilliant so and that actually leads me to remind or remind bring it up I didn't promote it last week at all I'm running a free week long um kind of workshop Oh. In my group called the Balance Checklist. It's just helping I people seen that. to. I, I know, do you know what? It just popped into my head last week and I thought, I haven't done something in the group in ages in the Mindset Mum. So oh, I'm going okay. to do a, the Balance Checklist. So it just give people some really simple yeah. tips on how to um, establish um, a deeper balance, balance in their life. Yeah. Balance is very important. Balance and everything. Balance. <laughs> balance. <laughs> right, we're off skis. We love yes. you. Later. Bye.